Welcome to the Easy Scaling Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Shonda King, and together we'll be exploring how successful entrepreneurs are actually scaling to six figures and beyond. My goal is to bring you conversations that are honest and transparent and to share the real, raw, nitty gritty details about what works and what doesn't. Hey, hey, welcome. All right, I want to talk about planning. Don't tune out. Planning is super important. It's super nerdy, but it's really, really, really important. And if you invest some time into doing some planning, some structured, consistent planning for your business, I promise you it's going to totally change everything. I know that's a big promise, but I do promise it. Planning is essential. Okay. In my opinion, quarterly planning is the meat of planning. Big picture planning is important. Long-term planning is important. Looking out a year ahead, doing annual planning, all fantastic. You got to do that. But quarterly planning is where I really, really, really want you to focus. Now, it's hard to do it if you haven't done some of the big picture planning, but I don't want you to go too deep into the weeds feeling like you got to sit down and like come up with your core values and like do it like, yes, fantastic, but don't get distracted. Have a general sense of the big picture of what you're trying to do, what you're trying to build, where you're trying to go, what you want your business to look like in a year, two years, say. Have that clarity, but spend the most amount of time, the most amount of energy, the most amount of effort on the actual quarter, quarterly planning, 90-day planning. So I want to walk you through how to do it. But first, I want to look at some of the issues that people see when they don't do quarterly planning. Super, super common. Don't, don't be worried if you're seeing any of these issues. First one is shiny object syndrome. Very common. The big picture planning part is going to help give you the context that you need to know if you're making aligned decisions and working on things that actually move the needle and are going to get you closer to your goal versus something that's a shiny object. So that big picture component is the key piece to avoiding the shiny object syndrome. The second thing that I see is last minute everything. And I mean, come on, like we all do this. I even do this decide to launch something kind of last minute. You decide to offer something new. It's like, you just want to get it out there. It's like, feels kind of like you're scrambling, but you feel kind of like this sense of urgency to just do it. And usually when we do that, things get missed a little bit. Maybe details get missed. Some things aren't totally thought out. Ends up adding a lot of work to your plate that you didn't even realize it was going to add. And so even if it works and it's successful, it can feel a lot like you're scrambling, but also a lot of times it just doesn't work because it's not fully thought out. The third thing is having a long backlog of tasks. I see this a lot, mostly because you're probably a visionary. You're a CEO, so you're an ideas person. You love to come up with new things, so that's okay. But when you're not doing quarterly planning, you're not ever sitting down to prioritize what you actually need to work on, what can wait, what maybe doesn't ever need to be worked on. It was just a random idea. And then what do you, what do you really need to do to move the needle again? Right. So. So just think about your own to-do list, maybe take a look at it, ask yourself how many of those tasks have been on there for six, 12 plus months. So without that comprehensive planning, that backlog's just going to get longer. It's going to get longer and longer and longer. And we don't want that because there's always going to be new ideas that you're going to add. And there's going to be probably important things on there that we're going to want to actually chip away at and get done that are going to get lost on that backlog. So the planning is going to help you stop and prioritize. The fourth problem I want to mention is taking on too much than you can actually handle. So common, unbelievably common. I see it all the time. And most of the time that happens because when we have an idea, we don't actually understand the 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 things that are going to go into actually pulling off that idea to actually executing the idea. 
And I see this a lot because this is what people pay me to do, right? Like people pay me and my team to execute their ideas. And so we regularly see things go from idea to fully fledged product to fully fledged deliverable. We see it come to life and we do the implementation and execution of it. So we see every teeny tiny little step along the way. And so we know what goes into something. So when someone says, I want to launch a podcast and I want to launch it like you launched yours. Well, let me tell you what's going to be involved in that. We can do it, but I think we need to get a realistic, um, we need to get aligned on the realistic expectations of how long we need, of what's going to go into that, on what's going to be your responsibility, on what you can outsource. There's a lot to talk about and getting granular with your ideas, your projects and your tasks is what's going to allow you to actually commit to a manageable amount of things each year, each quarter, each month. Because otherwise you'll say, oh, well, just launch a podcast, which probably doesn't sound like a small task to most people. Uh, but you wouldn't want to do that the same time you're launching a course or building out a course. You wouldn't want to do that the same time that you're prioritizing revamping all of your client onboarding or doing some other big project because we know what's involved on the back end to actually pull some of those things off. We can look at it from a more objective, time estimate based approach and say, we can do this one thing and we can do this one thing well in this time frame. Let's put that other, other thing off until the next quarter. So now let's talk briefly about how to actually do the planning. I'm just going to kind of walk you through. Am I going to go super in depth? I've actually got a free resource um, that you can have for free. If you go leave us a review, it's our 90 day planning formula. Go get it. If you don't have it already, if you have it, break it out and use it. It's a Google doc and a loom walkthrough. It's the exact process that I go through with all of my clients to do 90 day planning. So I'm just going to like cover the gist of it and then go get the resource and walk through it in depth. So in a nutshell, what you're going to do is first, you're going to get really clear on that big picture vision and goals. And when I say really clear, again, I don't mean like deep in the weeds of like writing out a day in the life five years from now. No, no, no. Like, cool, if you want to do that. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about just generally asking yourself, like, what type of businesses am I building? Why am I building it? How do I want to be showing up in my business? What are the types of things I want to be doing? How much money do I want it to be making? Do I want it to be managing a team? Like thinking about what you want your business to feel like, how big you want it to be, how complicated you want it to be, thinking about those types of questions and your answers to them so you can have clarity on the business that you're building. How do you actually want your business to be operating? How does it fit into your life? What are some of those things? Bigger picture. Then I want you to think through what is actually working and what is not working. Sounds really, really simple and it is and it can be very, very insightful into what we want to do more of, what we want to double down on, what we want to totally stop doing, what we need to optimize. So just asking yourself, what is working? What is working for my business? What is working for me right now? And then what is not working? What is not sustainable? What do I not like to do? What do I want to change? What am I getting feedback on from clients? Because they're saying this needs to be improved or this would have been better if, what's not working? The next thing I want you to do is make a plan for what you're selling, what your offers are, what your marketing is going to look like, what your visibility efforts are going to look like. So this is how you're showing up online, getting new eyeballs onto you and your business, bringing more people into your audience. It's the things that you're actually delivering. It's the things that you're inviting people to buy from you. Your answer is probably not going to be all the things all the time. You're going to need to get a little bit more focused. Maybe you sell one thing the last week of every month. Maybe you do a launch at the beginning of every quarter. 
you know, there's probably some seasonality. There's probably some cyclical nature to what you sell and when you sell it. You can't sell all the things all the time. Some people do. It's a little bit more difficult. Usually you're promoting kind of one thing at a time. Most businesses are doing that anyway, so that you can stay hyper-focused on your messaging, your content, what you're inviting people to do, their next steps. It's very clear for them. So thinking through those types of things. And then the last thing that we're going to do, because we don't want to, we don't want to miss this. We want to make sure we do this, but I do want it to be the last thing. As much as I love operations, as much as I love systems, as much as I love all of these types of nerdy things, we are going to put it at the end because if you're not clear on your big vision, you're not like doing more of what works and fixing the stuff that's not working. And if you're not actually selling your stuff, then the operations again, don't matter. So we want to do those things first, and then we want to prioritize the, the back-end operations projects. So things like maybe you need to improve your SOPs. Maybe you need to get more organized. Maybe your Canva is a shit show mess. Maybe your Google Drive is. Maybe it's your downloads folder on your computer. Whatever it is that's a mess, maybe we want to organize some of that in this quarter. Maybe there's some new systems we need to put into place. Maybe there's some things that we can automate or outsource. We are going to talk about those things, but we're going to talk about them last. And because because we want them to fit into the context of the other things that we have planned. So once you go through those general sections, the goal is to chunk everything out into individual tasks and individual steps that it's going to take to get them done. So for instance, maybe you're planning a launch. Okay. What needs to be done? Do you, do you have a sales page for it? Great. Does it need to be audited? Does it need to be updated? Do you not have one at all? Do you need to put a funnel in place? Do we need to plan a conversion event? Do we need to think through how we're going to batch create our content for the quarter ahead? What are the things we need to actually do to get us closer to the big goals or the big projects that we say we want to do? Break them out into individual tasks, individual granular steps so that you can check them off. Because I find a lot of times people just say, I'm going to launch a podcast this quarter. Okay. That is going to be really, really hard to chip away at if you don't have a more granular step-by-step list of tasks that you can check off and you can see that you're making progress and you're getting closer to your goal and you know you're not forgetting everything or anything. You need to have that granular list so that you can be chipping away at it or your team can be chipping away at it, whoever's doing the work. So setting aside this time to think through all this stuff is going to give you the context that you need to determine what are the type top priorities in my business? What's actually moving the needle? What do I need to be working on? And then again, taking that information, chunking it out into a focus for each month, I find is particularly helpful. That can keep you really focused and uh, help you prioritize day to day. Oh, well, yes, I have this list on my to-do list, but my focus of the month is this and this has to get done. This month is all about launching my podcast. So this other idea is a smidge of a distraction. I'm going to put that off. That kind of like thing that you can revisit to refocus and give you more clarity on your priority is so important. And then you're going to have that list of prioritized projects and tasks for the quarter. So I hope that's helpful. Super nerdy in the weeds. This is the stuff that I really love. I love doing this on a daily basis. We have a call that I lead every single month in our membership at the end of the month to do month ahead planning specifically for this reason, because getting the clarity on like what your focus is for the month, what are the actual projects you're working on? Why are you working on them? It's so, so, so important. Such a game changer. So let me know if you have any questions here to help. Send me a DM chat with me. Happy to talk through it and I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Easy Scaling Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. And if you send me a screenshot of that review, I will send you my 90-day planning formula 
This is the same process that I use with all of my multiple six-figure clients to help them get organized, be more efficient, and scale faster. 